Peter turned and saw the disciple following whom Jesus loved, the one who had also reclined upon his chest during the supper, and had said, Master, who is the one who will betray you? Then when Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus said to him, What if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is it of yours? You follow me. So the word spread among the brothers that the disciple would not die. But Jesus had not told him that he would not die. Just, what if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is it of yours? It is this disciple who testifies to these things and has written them. And we know that his testimony is true. There are also many other things that Jesus did. But if these were to be described individually, I do not think the whole world would contain the books that would be written. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Growing up and even all the way through seminary, my mom gained a reputation as somewhat of a, well, kind of a hard and tough woman. She would often, while I was growing up, you know, we would buy secondhand clothes because, well, I would grow out of them soon enough. Or, you know, she would make me, she made me go to work in junior high, maintaining that job and that work up and through that time. And even throughout high school, most of my friends did not have a curfew. I did. And many ways I would complain again and again. Well, Justin gets the nicest clothes, why don't I? Corey's allowed to drink, why aren't I? Tony doesn't have a curfew, why do I? And again and again and again, she would simply remind me, they're not my responsibility, you are. At the time, it was difficult for me to see what she was doing. Now, at the ripe old age of 33, I see what she was doing. She was training me to be just. She wanted me to live in such a way, and she wanted me to see that instant gratification has no place. One needs to do the right thing. One needs to do the just thing. And we can even see, when we see this dynamic at play in today's gospel, except on a more higher spiritual level. So often, you know, Peter looks at John and says, what about him? It doesn't seem like you're telling him that he's going to have to be crucified and suffer. What about him? It seems like he gets all the secret knowledge. What about him? He seems to have the easy life. Well, you're giving me all the authority, the responsibility, and suffering. And Jesus simply reminds him, follow me. Follow me. It's really that simple. We too can do this. We see someone around us that seems to have a deeper prayer life, less struggles, better home, better car, whatever it may be. So often we focus on what others have instead of simply focusing on him and where he's asking us to follow him. And this even happens in parish life. That family parishes isn't doing that. Why are we? This is happening to us. Why us? We so often focus simply on what we want from everybody else, not seeing the bigger picture that perhaps the Lord is calling us 
to a greater level of intimacy and love with Him. And even in our own lives of faith, I won't lie, there were certain points in my vocational call, why me, Lord? Why not that person? Why not him? Why me? So often this can befall us and happen to us in our own lives. But we must simply seek to follow him, to focus on Christ and him crucified and risen, that Jesus Christ ask us to follow him. Each of us have a unique path to holiness, to sainthood, to sanctification. The Lord is calling each and every one of us to simply follow him, to not focus on what Joe Schmo, Jane Doe, whoever it is, has, but instead to focus on what he is asking us to receive from him. Open your hearts, your hands, and your minds to what the Lord is calling you to do, and indeed great things will come about as we seek to follow him and him alone.